Young, 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 Hello and welcome to Hawk Talk, it's Mox Geek Culture <laughs> Podcast where we talk about geek stuff, nerdy stuff, and all sorts of awesome. My name is Danny Shepard and joining me, um, well, as always, is our <laughs> lovable man of good, starting with Tony Smith. What it do, baby boo? How you? Jeremy Lee. That young. And Noel Shefflin. Nope. <laughs> no, he's gone. He's no. gone. He disappeared. What it he do? Dis- he, he disappeared. What it do, ghosty boo? Oh. Who it is? What it is? I'm I'm you. I, We're us. I am he and he is me and we are all together. Yes. <laughs> um so we got a lot to talk about today. So after these plugs, we'll get right into it. Uh, make sure to follow us uh on Twitter and uh, Facebook for those of you guys who aren't already. Um and uh make sure to support us on Patreon. That's how we're able to uh fund and afford all the awesome videos that we try to make uh periodically. The minute matchups and all that good stuff. Um what am I? Oh yeah, uh, the twelve-hour live stream. We're still considering doing that. So let us know what you guys would like to see us do for that twelve-hour live stream. And, Someone uh, suggested that we do a uh, live commentary on the entire Nightwing the series. That would be interesting. So we'll watch it and just like talk about what goes on or like the behind-the-scenes productions behind it. I guess. No, that's yeah, not a that's not a bad idea at all. We yeah. could we could make that almost like a segment within Ismahawk on our even on our second channel maybe do uh, live commentary on all of our videos. Yeah. Well, I mean, what I was thinking about doing is we could, um, uh, for the 12-hour live stream specifically, not moving forward, but we would, everybody's been asking, like, will you post the the live stream afterward? Yes, we will post it in segments on the second channel. Yeah. So it won't be on the main Ismahawk channel, uh, even if the YouTube... Uh, um, the YouTube live stream is on our main channel. Like we'll post out this, the the breakouts in uh, on the second channel. So if we do do that breakup where we have a uh, us going and doing commentary on Nightwing mm-hmm. the series, we can uh, we can put that up as a separate video on um, on the second channel. So we would do that for like uh, a lot of the gaming segments we're planning on doing the live episode of Hawk Talk. Uh, we'll go on the second channel. All that good stuff will air on the second channel. Yeah. So. It'll be dope. Yeah. It'll be dope and doodle. DBP. Yeah. So again, the goal for that is not just to do a live stream, but to hopefully, uh, hopefully, it, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? Not inspire. Fundraise? A fundraise, but I guess uh, uh, incentivize. That's the word I'm looking for. Encourage. To encourage, incentivize you guys to hopefully support us on Patreon just a little bit more for that month that we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, just for that month, then you can drop your pledge down or, or delete the pledge altogether. We would just need it for that month to hopefully raise some extra funds for these new projects we have uh, in development. And uh, hopefully we can uh, be able to get uh, the ball rolling on all that stuff. Some of the problems that we've had with... I just said something I wasn't supposed to say. I just revealed <laughs> something too early, so <laughs> stupidly. Whoops. So Jeremy cut that out. I'm like, that, you caught that. Like, you have to cut that out. I was, I was like, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, you do. Oh yes, yes, oh. yes, you do. Wait, I, it could be funny if you just kind of bleeped it. I said it twice, so you'd have to bleep it I twice. I said, like I bleep I my mouth. Yeah, oh yeah. You might have to, that entire section you might just beep 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 beep. <laughs> it'd be it'd be funny if you actually bleeped our mouths because then it would just like. 
they would be watching it and, and they would try to start piecing it together. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I guess uh, so that, that's it for the plugs. Do you guys want to uh, talk about uh, Deadpool first? Oh, man. Dead poo poo. Dead poo? The poo that is dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is our uh, spoiler review on Deadpool. There are spoilers moving forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't want to hear any spoilers about Deadpool, that's okay. We're going to talk about some Batman versus Superman stuff a little bit later. So... Jeremy should have a link skipping forward to that uh, in, somewhere in the comments, so uh, you can skip past all this. Uh, all this talk about that's gamook. All right, so what did everybody think about it? It was awesome. It was um, exactly what I expected it to be, too. Yeah, I, I honestly like. I was when I went in. I kind of had this expectation of what I was going to see, and we've already talked about it before. But the marketing for that movie was just so true to the movie. Not only was it genius, obviously, but it was also so true to the character as well as the film itself. Mm-hmm. So going into it, a lot of people you could, I could tell, a lot of people that it was, I, I kind of went two days later because we went for Valentine's Day, me and Carissa, and a lot of couples were in there and I don't think they knew exactly what kind of movie this was going to be. All, most of us, I read most of the scripts, so I already knew all the dick jokes, I already yeah. knew all the like, some of the references that were going to be made and like some of the fourth wall breaking. A lot of people were like, what the f is going on? Like, what am I watching right now? And it was is just this so a superhero funny. movie. It's like, yeah, it, it was. It was the really best cool. superhero movie. Yeah, it's, yeah. It was. It was amazing. There are only four or five times when you actually can be a hero. <laughs> <laughs> only four or five. What? <laughs> 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 <He's just> throwing. We're <laughs> <on laughs> <now>. rambling on. <laughs> oh, we just man. kept going on, man. I just, I had, to, I had to end it. Oh man, that was great. Oh man, Ajax. Ajax. Like the dish stuff. <laughs> He's like, huh, Francis. I was like, oh. Oh, man. Oh, man. That oh, was when a- she uh, pulled off his mask and a picture of Hugh Jackman's face. Yeah. That was like, Brilliant. I wish I hadn't read the script mm-hmm. prior to uh, yeah. mm-hmm. prior to this. I didn't uh, read the script. Because like it gave away a lot. It, it definitely like that part where the, the Hugh Jackman mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was definitely in the script, uh, but it was still just so unbelievably good. It was just on a completely different level than any other superhero movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were so many references and oh, yeah. Easter eggs. It was so awesome. I'm, so I have many. to see it again. I ha- I'm, I'm contemplating seeing it again tonight. Like I really, mm-hmm. I, I need to see it again. I definitely so I want to see it again. Yeah, me too. Just because, like, should we go see it again? I'm down. Um, yeah. I just love. I loved the <laughs> where he's like, he's like. Uh, He's like, oh man! He's like, this is such a big house, and there's only <laughs> two of you. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if it's just you guys, or it's just uh, we. It's like the we studio couldn't, couldn't afford, afford another X Man. <laughs> <laughs> or he's like, he's like, you have to talk to Charles, and he's like, McAvoy or Stewart? I can't, I can't ever figure it out with these crazy timelines. <laughs> That's when I lost it. Dude. I was like. <laughs> That was great, dude. Oh, he's like, so he's like, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to them. <laughs> Wait, who? who? What? <laughs> so brilliant. Dude, uh, I think right from the opening credits, that's when you knew yeah. right from the get-go what kind of movie this you was You know, at be. first, I, I didn't realize that uh, the different credits in the opening were something that you're supposed to read. Yeah. yeah. I didn't notice because it's like you're so conditioned to not read them. To not reading things. them, and they made you read them. That's so yeah. awesome. But I mean, I think that's that's actually one of the the beautiful pieces of this film is right from the get go, they're letting you know. All right, see this, like you this need to how- pay attention to these little things that you don't normally pay attention to because there are references 
everywhere in this yeah. movie. This movie, I would go as far to say, was a perfect cinematic experience. Oh, yeah. Because, like, the whole time, I had a smile on my face. I was laughing, but I just was having... Even the parts where that were, like, super... I just actually to take a uh, to to rewind back to take a step away from the from the comedy stuff and the references and the and the Deadpool stuff mm-hmm. and then go to the the actual like dire narrative in the story like how freaking sad <clears throat> the story is when you think about it like specifically when you say that in my head this specifically that shot where you see like this this silhouette of his face and he's holding his his hand like this mm-hmm. and i mean say what you want about Ryan Reynolds but the man could act and you could totally see just even through that silhouette just the the pain that this guy was going through yeah. and it was just like wow to switch from like um him narrating like now this is when shit got really sideways mm-hmm. and then like He's like, and then that one where he's like, he's like, what does he say? He goes, life is like a big fat fucking train wreck. He's like, and then it cuts to nice commercials and you have to go back to the regularly scheduled bullshit. It's like, and now back to the regularly scheduled bullshit. And he's like, what the, and he falls down and he's just like, wow, dude. Like from, from straight narrative comedy Mm -hmm. to like you said, dire narrative, just like that and so somehow you know, what's cool throughout the whole movie it's just joke cracking jokes and there's humor and everything so you know shit gets serious when hey, he when does serious. get serious yeah. yeah where he's not cracking jokes and he's actually you know hurt yeah they definitely i think they de- did justice by deadpool because they made him funny and charismatic and funny and and i said funny twice but but uh they but they made him like a serious relatable character underneath that it almost Mm -hmm. looks like he's using comedy as a way to you know suppress all the pain he really feels and it's like that is actually kind of a beautiful thing that they put into this character that Mm -hmm. that is known for being a punchline you know know? what some movies with humor it's just one type of humor his the humor in deadpool is like there's the regular type of humor where it's meant like slapstick comedy. Mm-hmm. And then there's the humor where you can tell he's trying to be funny, but he's hiding his pain. Yeah. yeah. In certain parts. And he oftentimes was still funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, that part, that, right when the scene that I was just referring to, he's like, it's like, is everything okay? Yeah, it's fine. I just had a Liam Neeson nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> and he just walks over. And it's just like, oh my God, that's like, totally you know, wonder if he's a bad parent. It's, yeah, it's like, like, after three movies, like, you just wonder if he's a bad parent. I made three of those movies. I mean, at one point, you just have to ask us. He's just a bad parent. It's so that good. joke it's is just, hilarious. It's so good. And yet you can so tell good. that he's really distraught about his situation. Yeah, man. yeah. He's, it's escapist for him. Uh, it's great, man. Oh. Which, uh, which is so freaking good <laughs> and clever. It's like every aspect of this movie was excellent. Like the action was on point. Dude, dude that can, action. I don't think I've ever seen action like that. With, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, with any of the X-Men no, yeah. No, most of the all. wire work in X Men movies has been atrocious. <laughs> yeah. Even the X Men movies I like mm-hmm. have had some of the worst wire work I've ever seen. Then you see Deadpool doing these like barrel flips. roll 360 flips. Dude, just on that highway scene when he flips over the cars <laughs> and just lands and rolls, like that is so smooth. Was it, is, is this just my imagination? That's butter. Or did he like, did he at one point like jump flying knee? Yeah. That, no, he did uh, some crazy. Ajax in the face. He did, he did some crazy ass shit, dude. Oh, so good. There was so a, good. That one shot where he jumped over the SUV and he had one bullet left. Yeah. I mean, lined him up and just and shot lined right it up. And he was like, ha. Ah. He, like, <laughs> he was like, ooh. 
I'm touching myself tonight. It's, so, it's just so, I was just like, God damn, they did this so well. And you ah, can totally tell. So good. Uh, so cool. Like, this was like the building up to like Ryan Reynolds finally releasing all of this Wade Wilson that he's just been holding back on. Because you could this see Van how Wilder. passionate he yeah, was. After he graduates. Van Wilder. Yeah, <laughs> Just Friends. If you've seen Just Friends, there is a scene just like the one we were just referring to where he says, where Amy Smart, her character is like getting up on him and he's really nervous because he's trying to sleep with this girl and it's been like 20 years since he's seen her. And like, she's like, is everything okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm just thinking about the Bush family. And he just like, it's just like, <laughs> oh my God, just like that right there. Like you could totally see that he's a Deadpool fan and he used that kind of humor all the way up to Deadpool. Well, I feel like it's just like, this was the role he was born to play. This oh, yeah. is the one that he is perfect for. And this is, you know, it's a character that speaks to him and he has a, a, a great attachment for, uh, a great attachment to. Yeah. And uh, and he finally got his opportunity to to actually play that character, which is, you know, I mean, like, just for me, it's like being able to play Nightwing would yeah. probably be the same thing. In a feature film. I yeah. can only imagine, you know, how amazing it probably felt for him mm-hmm. to finally be able to do this and see how audience or audiences are reacting and they see how good it is. Freaking Colossus was so awesome. <laughs> yeah. Such a, a freaking awesome part, part to, to include into the movie. That part, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, that's so sweet. I was like, wow, this this took a turn. I did not, I did not expect <laughs> Boom, that. Right in his... Right in the gonads and strife. Yeah. His the, family jewels. The part where... Uh, uh, the part that I thought was absolutely hilarious, I was seriously dying laughing, was the part where Deadpool kept on punching him and breaking his <laughs> limbs. <laughs> they used, they used uh, what's that effect, dude? Um, puppet? Is it the a puppet? Pu- puppet tool for yeah, it? Yeah, the puppet tool. I have no it. idea. You but can totally tell because when he lands on the, he land because he lands on like a hood of a car. And like, there's like this one movement that I saw at the left hand. I was like, oh, that looks like the uh, the puppet effect that, that I see a lot in like video the games. The ragdoll. The ragdoll. Yeah. When he has ragdoll. the little. When he has the little. Oh, dude, <laughs> that, that was, was funny. just creepy. That was funny. His little baby hand <laughs> growing back. Is it just me or is your hand small? <laughs> He's just like with his little tiny baby hand. And what does he say? He goes. He goes like, as much so as I, I'd like to sit here and talk with you, you should probably get out of this room. He's like, go, 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 go. go I bet go. it feels <laughs> huge. <laughs> I bet you feels huge with this little hand. It's so good. Oh, oh my god. So oh good. my god. It's so that movie is so ridiculous in so many ways. Oh, but how about that? How about that mo- that scene with him and uh, the taxi driver? And he's like, "I am so proud of you, rising up above the occasion, kill him, and <laughs> choosing to be the better man." And and you know, you go do find it. her. And he's like, "Do it. I am counting on you." So good. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. It's so good. Oh, uh, Dopinder. 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 <laughs> and then he's like, it's like, you go to that girl and you and you tell her that you love her. Kidnap her. It's so good. <laughs> Every oh single God. one of the characters in this movie was likable in their own way. Like, yeah. it, like it's uh, in the opening credits, you know, Ajax, a uh, generic British villain or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was like a, he was a great villain for this, I think, because mm-hmm. you just, you hated him as much as Wade hated him. Yeah. Just this freaking douchebag, like, uh, cocky, arrogant dickhead. Yeah, mm-hmm. And totally. you're just so stoked when you see Deadpool just beating the crap out of him. Yeah. I like that part where he, t- he picks up a hubcap and he's like... Yeah, he's like, just like he's talking screw- and he's <laughs> screwing with him as they're talking. <laughs> oh, man. So good. And he's... 
I want to see more of Negasonic. And her Negasonic blowing Teenage up Warhead. stuff. Yeah. yeah. He's like, that is such a cool he goes, name. He goes, what? It's <laughs> so good. He's like, <laughs> Negasonic Teenage Warhead. What a mouthful. Yeah. That is a cool name, though. That is, that a, cool is a cool name. Negasonic cool Teenage Warhead. Teenage Warhead. And I, I actually, I, I liked her character as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually, like, for whatever reason, I actually found myself kind of attracted to her mm. it's kind of weird interesting i was like you are weird yeah i don't know it was weird i was like mm, she's kind of hot i don't know why i think that but she is how old is that actress i don't know <laughs> let's google it let's figure out if this is weird <laughs> <laughs> is it weird or not so okay while you're doing that i know you said something about generic british villain and we've all kind of said our opinion on how we feel about marvel villains you know just as a whole we believe they're one-dimensional. There's not a lot of... Not all of them, but they, they focus on their Who heroes. Beat the yeah. transporter. They focus on their heroes more. <laughs> I was expecting him to drive out in a uh, black car, like black Audi. Oh, yeah, that guy is the transporter. The the transporter. New trans- Wait, did that movie come out? He was also in Game it's of Thrones. Yeah, he was. He was, yeah, he was. How did he die in Game of Thrones? He wasn't. He didn't. He, didn't. he was, he was uh, recast. Yeah. Oh, he was. He left yeah. Game of Thrones because he was doing transporter. I thought that that's what happened. I was Can like, you hear I him chewing in the mic. Yes. Oh, I'm Damn sorry. It, Tony. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, guys. You make me hungry too. I'm like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> I put those away, so I'm not tempted. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so I'm not tempted either. I want some Cheetos too. <laughs> um, uh, I'm looking. I'm looking up the that actress. Negasonic. What does that mean? Negasonic. I have no idea. It's just a name, bro. I don't think it is. It's just a name. Nothing's bro. just a name, bro. It's always just a name. Yeah, it usually is just. It's actually just the exact opposite. Usually, Teenage it's War- almost so always just a name. Where does her power come from then? Teenage Warhead. Does she harness nuclear power? Teenage Warhead. She's, yeah, she probably harnesses nuclear Or is it solar power? But I'm thinking it's probably nuclear power. Well, if it's mm. or if it could be organically produced, then it ha- then it, or it could be is solar it power. Hmm. Or is it sound shock waves? Because Negasonic? Yeah, hmm. it's kind of a contradictory name. Negasonic Teenage Warhead. So she... I don't know. Interesting. Very interesting. Very curious. Angel curious. Dust. Angel Dust was cool. She was just beating the crap out of people. Oh, uh... At first, I thought that she had fire powers because she always had the match in her mouth. Yeah. But... It seems like she just wanted a match in her mouth. I don't know. She's just weird and likes to chew on matches. Interesting. What's with the matches? <laughs> Man. You really feel for Wei during the uh during the Weapon X stuff when they're he's getting a uh experimented on and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was pretty it's pretty brutal stuff, man. And he was, was still hardcore. cracking jokes. Yep. Why I, did oh, never mind. I just figured it out. What? The uh his face and his whole body thing when uh he was put in the mm. oxygen chamber thing yeah why, why did it do why did it do that i still don't understand why uh i assume it's because of the the chemical that they injected him with the chemical that they injected him with was supposed to pull or uh and, was supposed to bring out his mutant abilities yeah but that's just a side effect if it mm, triggers so like some oh, other wow. mutants have side effects like they have you know like beast for example yeah not that he w- had that chemical but he has well. His mutant ability was that he was he had originally had like big hands and big feet or something like that, and then he tried to fix it and he got blue. But mm-hmm. like this would be like like Nightcrawler. His ability is to teleport, but his uh, 
his what? I guess physical side effect side effect <laughs> is him turning blue and looking like the devil. Yeah. <clears throat> but um that's for, wrong. for him, like since he had cancer, like those were his that was his tumors like multiplying. So his healing factor mm. uh is basically So just he still has cancer. Yeah, he still has cancer. It's just reproducing. That's that's those are his entire body is a tumor. Mm-hmm. So, so when his Arnold body says, just, it's not a tumor, he's wrong because he's whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's not a tumor. And Wade's like, yeah, it's not actually, a tumor. It, it is. The whole thing is. Dude, have you seen, have you seen Arnold Schwarzenegger's Vine? God, he has oh, a yeah. Vine. He has a Vine where he goes, he goes, he's, it's like point of view and he's like, downtown LA. Oh, that's not Arnold. <laughs> oh, man. So <laughs> that's good. That's Will Sasso. Oh, man. So good. <laughs> there was like, one where. Let me drive. No, 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 drive. no. No, it's actually Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, it's actually Arnold? It was on his there Vine. There was another yeah, one hilarious. where. Uh, he was standing on a rooftop in a helicopter. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm referring to. Yeah, Fine, he's like, he's like, just he's like, get to the chopper. And he sees a chopper. He's like, get to the chopper. It's so, it's so good. He just like pulls it out out of nowhere. You're like, yes, freaking Arnold, dude. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, young. But uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, out of ten, what do you give it, Lee? Ten. Oh yeah, ten. It had everything. It was comic. It was, uh, you know, it was it was fun. It was sad. It was. It made me mad at one point. It made me anxious. Ten out of, in a reference to other movies in its category, because right, in its genre. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, in its genre, because like it's hard to compare apples and oranges when you're crossing genres and different types. Yeah, of movies. totally right. Yeah, they did. Is, yeah, go. I was gonna say they did something really special with this in that they addressed the audience with like the fourth wall breaking and stuff like that's very mm-hmm. tough to do. And they did it very well. Um, and they didn't overdo it and didn't yeah. use it as a crutch. Yeah. What an interesting thing to me was I thought that this was this was a, like a lot of people are like, this is exactly like the Deadpool comics. And I'm like, it was amazing. And I give the movie a 10 as well. But it wasn't exactly like the comics. Deadpool was definitely more withdrawn, I think, in the movie than he was in the comic books in terms of his insanity. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a good thing and a super smart move to not make him full crazy because he's got like three personalities. He's got like yeah. his Deadpool personality. Then he's got like... It makes him more relatable to yeah. an audience who doesn't know... Who Deadpool is. Yeah. yeah. Who he is yet. Like I think the multiple personality thing is the one thing that they cast out which makes him kind of the craziest. And I think it's it was probably for a good reason that they did that. Mm-hmm. Now here's my question... Do you think that they're going to try to introduce Deadpool into other movies, other X Men movies beyond so. just X Force? I'd like to. I'd like to see that. I, I mean, I don't know. Think so because look at his success. Yeah, they're, the movie has broken records so far. This opening weekend, I think, how much did it make? One hundred fifty-eight thousand yeah. million. Like they only spit, spent fifty eight million on it. Yeah, they yeah. fucking killed that record. What was it? Killed yeah, one hundred fifty eight million opening weekend. That's more than Batman Begins. That's more than uh, that's more Man than a Steel. lot of yeah. movies. Yeah, more than Man of Steel. Uh, highest, of course, R rated opening ever in history. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I so mean, of course they're gonna capitalize on that success. I hope. Like I was thinking about it and. Um, I was like, if they just had him give him small appearances in other movies, mm-hmm. I think they could definitely incorporate. We talked about this on another hot talk, but I think they definitely could incorporate him into other stories. Like, could he, 
Could he be like in an actual X-Men movie as the new Wolverine? Probably not. He's mm-hmm. just not that type of character. But what he totally could be is if they did like an X-Force movie, they could make that PG-13. They could get away with that being PG-13. Not that I would want them to. There's a rumor like, that X-Force might be rated R with the way that the script is going right now. Apparently. If X-Force is rated R, that would be dope. Uh, but I was thinking like if they kept the Deadpool series, like the trilogy of Deadpool movies rated R. Yeah. And then, like, anything that has Deadpool in it can be PG-13 for everyone else to enjoy as well. Like, that would be cool. Not, the, not that that would... Honestly, I don't really give that's a, a crap smart, That's a another. really, really smart move for Marvel, too. I, I mean, well, uh, uh, Fox. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, if they incorporate <laughs> Deadpool into other movies, it'd be funny to see him almost swear and then someone just interrupt him or cut him off. Yeah, or, like, you have the environment... Environment uh, interrupting. Bleep, interrupting him. Like, he's yelling obscenities and the truck drives past and... Uh, you know, stuff like that, where you can definitely find a way to dial him back. And the thing is, is if, he, if he's in a, if it's a Deadpool movie, we need the swearing, we need the nudity, yeah, yeah. we need all that crap. That needs to be there. It's just part of his, his shtick. But like, if this is an X-Men movie and, and Deadpool's in it, like, I'd rather just see Deadpool. He doesn't need to so be. So if Deadpool's in an X-Men movie, can he, can the fourth wall break work? I think you know what would be funny is if he broke the fourth wall, but it was from another character's perspective. So it was like he like yeah. turns to the camera and he's like, "Hey, so blah blah blah." And then another character like Tony is looking at mm-hmm. him, and you're looking at me, looking so, at nothing, talking to nothing, and you're just like, "What the fuck are you talking? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you talking See, to?" The way I'm talking to them, and then he just goes back to talking to like nothing. Uh, the reason <laughs> I like how they use the fourth wall break in the Deadpool movie is that it didn't come out of nowhere. He used it as a storytelling point yeah. where it's just used as a transition, like little inserts here to tell what he's thinking or not what he's thinking that. Oh, that's one thing that I don't really like about fourth wall breaks in some movies where you see the main character explaining the story or what they're thinking to the audience and then turn back and then continue the movie. Mm-hmm. So like Ferris Bueller's day off Fer- Ferris. Bueller? Yeah. You don't see, like that. No, I like that movie, but sometimes movies use it as a crutch to tell mm. their story instead of showing it. Ferris, but I think Ferris Bueller, he, what he's saying is Ferris Bueller is an example correctly. of them doing it right, yeah. but other yeah. movies take, use that and use it incorrectly. Got yeah. it, okay. But for Deadpool, it's used more as a transition and to help push, not push the story forward, but push the pacing forward. Okay. Right? Like, so at the beginning, the, like the first act of the movie was seeing his origin story while uh, current events are happening and to tell where he's coming from, why he's doing certain things I in, love that. in current day, he says, well, to tell this, we need to go back to how it started and then he'll cut back to certain moments. I love the fast forward too. It's like, well, you already know how this end, end, ended up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, didn't need to see that. <laughs> see, <laughs> um, I, I've been, uh, I, I was reading something earlier today, I think that James Gunn had said, uh, or it was... He was quoting something from another magazine. Who was it? I think it starts with a D. Well, um, um, well, basically, basically, uh, just to get to the point of whatever was happening, uh, they were talking about how too many movies fall into this thing where they say, "Oh, this movie is like wonderful and innovative and doing this new thing," and now everybody is going to kind of copy it, mm-hmm. and they're going to copy it poorly. Kind of like how, and then he used kind of Guardians of the Galaxy as an example where he was like, um, you know, where we had this like uh, self-deprecating movie that would kind of like build itself up and then shoot itself down immediately. And then it would, um, 
and then uh, it used like a, a pop pop song as the trailer music and as like mm-hmm. a lot of the a lot of the staple and it's like this was this was something like a lot of people weren't doing and uh basically saying that like you're, you might see people start doing like rated r superhero movies and then just fail miserably at it yeah because they're trying to be like deadpool but deadpool it wasn't trying to be like deadpool it was just being what it was supposed to be yeah and that's why it was brilliant mm-hmm. so I was wondering if you thought, I think we're going to get any other... Also, okay, yeah, so tying back into that, the fourth wall break is just a tool used to tell a story. Yeah. But if you have Deadpool in an X-Men movie, I don't think the fourth wall break would fit, even any kind of reference to it, because it's not a tool... It's a tool to use for storytelling in specific kinds of stories, and the way Deadpool was written and laid out and structured, fourth wall break was good. But in an X-Men movie, where it follows a more classic... Uh, hero's journey type thing, I don't think it would fit at all. I don't think the fourth fourth wall... Especially since Deadpool isn't the main character, so he wouldn't be telling the story. <clears throat> but I think that's why you would... That's why you don't need the fourth wall break if Deadpool's going to be in the movie. If yeah, he's not exactly. the main character... Like I'm sure if there if there's an X Force movie, they're definitely going to have Deadpool as like as your front runner. He's yeah. definitely going to be the one that you put in front of the poster. The story is being told from his perspective. Yeah, X Men movies are being told from you know the other X Men. Yeah, yeah, or uh, Professor Xavier or Wolverine, pretty much. Yeah, McAvoy or Stewart. I McAvoy or Stewart. I don't I don't get these timelines. So confusing. <laughs> so good, man. So clever. Dude, that Stan Lee cameo. <laughs> that yeah. was brilliant. Uh, and a gratuitous, gratuitous cameo. I love yeah. that. Yeah, that's great. There was a the the writing in this movie was just so clever and fun and funny without being generic. Like it's it's so Ryan Reynolds too. Like that's oh, yeah. totally his brand of humor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you could yeah. tell that he was. Are they already writing the sequel? I think they said they're already yes, writing the sequel are, yeah. at the end of the at the end of the movie. They were uh, they said that Cable was going to be, which in is it. interesting. You know, the entire time that the movie was going on, I was like, this reminds me a lot of like the way that the narrative is going. It reminds me a lot of like Ferris Bueller. It reminds me a lot of like he, him breaking that fourth wall, and then that that outro, that scene at the end. I was like, oh my god, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Per- I expected that. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's amazing. Like you expected the Ferris Bueller thing? Yeah. Well, just the whole ending part. Like the after credits scene, I knew it's a Marvel movie. Well, you know, in the Marvel universe, yeah. basically, and every single Marvel movie has had an after credits scene. And if Deadpool was going to have an after credits scene, it's going to be him talking to the audience. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and so he did. I guess I didn't expect that, but I feel like I feel like him just kind of explaining what the what the, <laughs> the reference is. Yeah, be. what the new movie's going to be like instead of showing anything is so Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm telling you, Cable's going to be in it, so, you know. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. that. Uh, go. It's over. Get go, out of here. Go. Oh, and don't leave your trash around. That's a total dick move. <laughs> <laughs> so brilliant. So, yeah, this was, uh, this was a great experience, and uh, I'm sad Noel couldn't have been here to uh, discuss it with us, but what you going to do? What you going to do with all that junk? All, all that, that junk, junk inside your trunk. trunk. I'm going to get, get, get you drunk, get you love drunk off my hump. My lovely little lumps. How'd you like how'd you like the music? Oh, the music was awesome. X gonna give it to you. He gonna give it to you. X gonna <laughs> give it to you. Where's your duffel bag? Mother <laughs> So good. 
<laughs> spent that whole time like gathering up every gun he has. He has so a Hello funny. Kitty backpack. Oh man, he's like awesome. he's like there is what is he say? There's twenty grams of cocaine hidden in next to the cure for blindness. Right next to the cure for blindness. <laughs> Good luck. I love you. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> You want to get fucked up? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, TJ Miller is so great. Yeah. I freaking love that guy. <laughs> Captain Deadpool. Captain Deadpool. No, De- no, 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 just, just, just Deadpool. Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> the, did you guys catch the little X-Men Origins Wolverine yeah. action figure? <laughs> yeah, my prize position. I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, I love how one of his things is like the Voltron ring. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty hilarious, too. Uh, everything about that movie was just so freaking clever and just awesome. Guys, what was your favorite part of <laughs> Deadpool? Please, if you're going to write that, uh, write your, your favorite part of the movie, please hit write spoilers because we don't want to ruin the movie for people who haven't gotten a chance to see it yet. So please say spoilers and then tell us what your favorite part of the movie was. What was your favorite part of the movie, Jeremy? Um, everything. The humor, I'll say. Uh, not one part that just bless you. you. Not one part made you giggle. I mean, the whole movie made me giggle like a little schoolgirl. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what my favorite part um, is. I, 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 for me, I'll, I'll start. I think, I, I think my favorite part. I don't know why this is my favorite part, but the part that made me the most happy was seeing the Xavier Institute, mm-hmm. seeing Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead, and then seeing them like intervene in that highway scene so that entire like highway scene moment yeah was probably like my favorite part of the movie but the, specifically the end portion where uh colossus intervenes and like kind of like like steals deadpool's yeah. victory away from him and like he, he uh, rips his hands off and mm-hmm. falls into the dumpster like that entire like little segment right there was probably my <laughs> when favorite ajax ex- escapes a- ajax esca- escapes and he's just like <laughs> like oh that was the same part where he said uh Stuart or McAvoy yeah I don't get these timelines but like so that funny. was probably my favorite you ever seen 127 hours <laughs> spoiler <laughs> oh that was awesome you know oh, that man. scene was really really good yeah that was yeah that was a great scene I'd I say really that's one of my that. favorites that highway scene was choice uh, it was so choice so choice choice I'm trying to think. hashtag choice I'm trying to think. That's hashtag that scene was so choice. Oh, I really, I really, really liked um, his uh, rise into becoming Deadpool. So that entire sequence of him just yelling, "Where's Francis?" and no one knows what the hell oh, he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? And then he draws this random dude that no one knows. <laughs> is it sexist if I hit you, or is it sexist if I don't hit you? I don't, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> is it more sexist if I don't hit you? <laughs> oh, I'm <man>. so sorry. <laughs> So and he's like building his costume piece by piece. <laughs> it's like, what is he? And then that's when he meets uh, uh, his roommate. Yeah, yeah. Which is lady. awesome. Yeah, the blind lady. So good. So what she say? She goes, she's like, what did, what did she say? You have to use, use baking soda and vinegar. Use baking soda and vinegar for blood, you stupid asshole. <laughs> or just wear red. Or wear red. And he's like, huh. Hey, what's up, bud? Hey. Is that it? So, All right, man. See you so later, dude. <laughs> All right, Are you man. leaving? Are you going to the airport? Yeah. Oh, oh, gosh damn it. Gosh. All right, well, next Diddly time, darn. JJ. Sorry. <laughs> See you later, man. Noel told us you couldn't record today. Because I was spending the whole day with my grandpa. Oh, oh okay. fair enough, fair enough. Makes okay. sense. All right, well. Makes sense. Later, buddy. See you later, man. That was JJ. You'll meet him someday.
But today is not that day. Today is not that day that you will meet JJ someday. Someday you'll meet JJ, but not today. Mm. Today you won't meet JJ. Okay. Moving on. Anyways, um, that was probably my favorite. Now, um, today you're not going to meet JJ. Oh my God. <laughs> one day you will. I'm telling you, you will one day. So You, you will know, meet JJ Abrams. Relax. One day. But today is not that day. JJ Abrams was almost on our podcast, yes. Yes. Dude, I just... It was JJ except without the Abrams. All right, continue. Oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah, you. go. Um, that scene was hella funny, though. I really liked <laughs> yeah. that scene. That was fun. Honestly, man, I, I really... I feel like I need to watch it, like, maybe two... Maybe two more times before I can really come up with my f- absolute favorite mm-hmm. sequence or scene. Mm-hmm. Cause it was yeah. just in the entire movie. Like I honestly, Where's I'm, like, I'm trying to re- I'm trying to like find which scene that I, and I just can't find What's it. What's my name? Oh, I'm going to spell it <laughs> out for you. <laughs> I spelled it out with the bodies. Oh, Bob, how you doing? Bob, Bob is that you? Like, I haven't seen this TGI like, Friday. I like how he like hits him in the face and still is like, "How was how was your wife's casserole, man? That was so good." It's, it's like he's. I'm glad totally he didn't kill him. Just dragged his body out of the way. Oh man! Does it show you that he actually has morals right there? Like a friend, he's not gonna kill him. He's just gonna knock him out. But I mean, it shows that he's like, "I'm not gonna kill my friend," but. I'll make get the hell it. out of my way! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get out of my way! I'm gonna spell a. Did you guys see that? That was a that the location they were fighting on at the end of the movie was a downed helicarrier yep. from Avengers. Yep. Yeah. That's why I. That's why it was one of the reasons why I thought it was very interesting that if we don't see Deadpool in something in, in the future, like I would, I would imagine if they showed something like that, mm-hmm. it's almost like it's kind of like. Saying, I think like, it was just poking fun, dude, because really? Marvel owns the rights to that 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 part of the franchise and i think that was just fox poking fun at, okay. at the marvel movies because mm. they're 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 fighting like cats and dogs right now man they are not yeah. on friendly the friendliest of terms and i think now that deadpool is actually doing pretty successfully do you think like, he has a cameo in apocalypse i hope so god i hope so. that would be so the one F- thing F- that i I really wish I got out of this movie. I just wanted it so bad, and I, I figured it wasn't going to happen. But I wanted it so bad. It was just a Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Oh, yeah. I wanted oh. it. So, it didn't ruin the movie for me and take anything away. I just wanted it so bad. Oh yeah, that would have been hilarious. sexiest man alive. What does he say? He goes. He goes. He goes. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but it rhymes with pulverine. <laughs> <laughs> pulverine. <laughs> Oh man! Is, it, is, he says something in like Aust- an Aust- Australian accent. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Oh my god! He definitely he pokes fun and mentions Hugh Jackman like multiple times. Mm-hmm. But I just like I wish we just got a chance to see, especially like Wolverine's next movie is his last movie. I just yeah. want to see a scene with Wolverine and Deadpool together, like not Dude, not that he's... garbage that was X Men Origins. I want to see like the legit Wolverine and legit Deadpool, like just one conversation before. Yeah. Before Wolverine retires. But I'm sure he'll show it. up in the last Wolverine movie. Oh, please, God. Make it happen. Or, like, give it's, him a cameo okay, in X-Force or they specifically say that the next movie Wolverine's doing is a Wolverine Wolverine story, right? Yeah. It's old, is that it's the last Wolverine Logan, story? I think they said that's the last time Hugh Jackman will be Wolverine. Okay. Poop. Hmm. Because I was wondering if it's just the last Wolverine story with Hugh Jackman or the last appearance of Wolverine with mm. Hugh Jackman. Last appearance of Hugh Jackman. But if they recast Wolverine, that's up to Fox, I suppose. 
That's mm. a terrible move. Mm. That's a, that's yeah, I'm not a fan really of that move. That don't do it. Don't do it, Fox. Do not really, recast really Wolverine. Tough. No way, dude. And if you and look, that's fine. You don't want to do any more feature films with him, fine. But he's Hugh been Jack- in eight movies. I think it's okay. I think the fans can like. Yeah, we all know Hugh Jackman. Regardless of age, the man is a tank, dude. Like we can get, he can get back in shape. <clears throat> have him come back as like a cameo. Have him come back. Fine, cool. I'm cool with that. They couldn't do afford not- another X Men, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do. Not recast him. Don't do it. You'd it's just not going to be the same. I'm sure the people who worked on Deadpool are smart enough to not do that. Yeah, or mm-hmm. at least the same. The people who worked on Deadpool are the same people who worked on Fantastic Four, Fan Four Stick. Really true. But then I see, mean, not the same. The thing with Ryan director, Reynolds, but Ryan really? Reynolds has a lot. No, 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 of no not the same director. Oh, not the it's, same it's, director. It's, it's the same studio. That's the only consistency. Got but it. Got it. The thing is, Ryan Reynolds has a lot of pull and say in. Deadpool's movie and property. I think they're going to listen to him a lot moving forward. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. And I, can, oh, yeah. I really think that he knows how recasting Wolverine is going to have the audience react. So if the studio wants to recast Wolverine, he's going to push back. Yeah. And they'll probably listen to him. I mean, a they, bit more. they this is, that's the thing. They kind of have to. Now, did you guys read that article where uh, it was a, it was an interview that he did and they were like, yeah, they kind of like, kind of had him by the balls for X-Men Origins Wolverine mm-hmm. because they were like, he read the script and was like, you're going to sew his mouth shut? He's like, I think people are going to be pretty pissed about that guy. <laughs> yeah. And the, the the studio was like, hey, you either play this or we're going to cast someone else. And he was like, well, I'm not going to let anybody else be the character. So he <laughs> kind of bit the bullet and 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 did it. And Told him, you do this, you can have your own Deadpool movie. Yep. And the Deadpool movie never happened until now. Because he fought for it so hard. Like, mm-hmm. we have Ryan Reynolds to thank 100%, I think, for, for making this happen. Did you hear there's a rumor that he also was the one who leaked the uh, the test footage? <laughs> cool. Thanks, Ryan. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. I feel like the studio wouldn't even be mad anymore. They'd be like, Are you good? You, we just we got $150 million in two days. I think we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we can forgive you, Ryan. We're mad at you. <laughs> Don't do it again. Don't do not do that again unless it's going to yield us another $150 million. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do anything, but just, please don't leak That's, more uh, stuff. What is that? 200, almost 200% um, return on investment? ROI? That's, Something like that. They only spent $58 million on Dude, it. Oh, yeah. So Cable's going to be in the sequel. Who do you think can be Cable? Because Stephen Lang is kind petitioning of... Petitioning for it. Yeah. Yeah. Petitioning. Stephen Lang is petitioning for it. I'm like... Uh, all right, I, I don't know how old Deadpool's or Deadpool Cable is supposed to be, but I feel like I feel like they don't want to cast an actor who's too old. Mm-hmm. I think they want to cast an actor who's like in their late forties and then age them up. Johnny Depp. Um, no, Just kidding. What? <laughs> uh, and <laughs> age joke. age them up visually um, because you're looking for a guy who can probably stay Cable. For mm-hmm. a couple more movies, and if you well, cast how someone, how old is Stephen Lang? I don't know. He looks. He looks like he's in his sixties. Probably his late late fifties, sixties. Let's mm. look how old this dude is. Yeah, I mean, he he was in Tombstone, dude. That the guy's. He's I been mean, around. Not to say the Tombstone's really old, but he was definitely in his late twenties in Tombstone. Mm-hmm. That was like twenty years ago. Tombstone. What? Yeah. He's sixty three. Yeah. Tombstone was ninety seven. <clears throat> 2016. You're right. <laughs> Damn, dude. I keep forgetting what year it is. Holy crap. Do you guys remember when it was... I still remember when it was like... 
year 2000. Yeah. I was 10 years old and everyone was freaking out about the world ending. January 22nd. It doesn't say the year. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, no, it was definitely in the late 90s, but it was 93 actually. So oh, it was there, more is, there than 20 tombstone, is there a tombstone poster over there? Yeah. yeah. Right there. It was 23 years ago. Oh. Holy shit. <laughs> that was 23 years ago, dude. That's crazy. So he's 63. You think that's old enough, or uh, you think that's 63, and he's still doing movies? He's, he's Jack, dude. He yeah, is. no, he's yeah, he's a buff man. He's super Jack. He's in. Um, I mean, he did Avatar. And he did Avatar, and he's in. Uh, Avatar was also like what eight years ago now? Yeah. What? No, it wasn't. That's that was Avatar. Eight? Avatar of 2013. No. No, Avatar wasn't 2013. Was it? 2012. Oh, hold on. It I had to have it, been like thirteen or twelve. It can't I think be. it was twelve. I think it was. It might have. For some reason, I was thinking two thousand six. No, but you guys are right. both super wrong. It has been seven years. It was two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Yeah, wow. that's right. Wow, we're getting old. Guys. Oh, we're getting old, man. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Seven. So seven years. There's ago? someone in the comments being like, "I'm way older than you. Shut the fuck up." <laughs> but seriously, holy crap! So seven dude. years ago. Yeah, James Cameron. Where's our sequel? Hey, yo. Oh, he's making three of them. Yeah, three so. at the same time. So. What? Christ. Yeah, he, so, hey, he's by the filming. way, referring to sequels, we're talking about sequels. Where the hell is Incredibles 2, bro? Yeah, bro. Where Brad is Bird. Incredibles 2, man? Brad Bird, what are you doing with Tomorrowland? 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 Come on, dude. I heard Tomorrowland was pretty good. It was okay. Yeah, that's cool. In Blu-ray, but- it was okay. It was okay in Blu-ray. So let me say that one more time. It was okay in Blu-ray. Was it better in theaters? No. It was okay. It's still just an okay movie. Well, then why does it matter if it was specifically in Blu-ray? What does that have to do with it? I don't Blu-ray get it. Blu-ray is obviously more... It's better than a, a DVD. I mean... I can't argue <laughs> with that logic, but I still don't know what you mean. What's I, have a Blu-ray. I have a Blu-ray player. That's what I meant. <laughs> I love you, Tony. I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't about. get it. But anyway, <laughs> Brad 2009... <laughs> So yeah, that's that's what I'm confused about, man. I'm just like, come on, dude. Incredibles too, man. Like for how- okay, Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol. Oh, I get it. It's Mission Impossible, uh, right? But yeah. Tomorrowland, I don't know, man. You I don't get know. Incredibles too. You get it. Mission Impossible. You get it. I mean, it's a big franchise, and I heard that movie was actually really good. Yeah, no, it wasn't bad. I actually, I think I've liked all the Mission Impossible movies except for number two. Hmm. Are you? Is that with? Fun uh, fact: I've never finished a Mission Impossible. I didn't like the first one. Um, well, so, I guess that mission was impossible for you. <laughs> uh, I hate my life. This is how I am now. <laughs> this, is where I am. this is this is my life. Uh, uh, Mission Impossible Two. That was with Philip Seymour Hoffman. No, that was three. That was the one JJ directed. No, mm-hmm. I liked the third one. Yeah. The third one was dirt. Your boy, young JJ. It, it was, was dirt. It was dirt. Yeah. The one with... That's not a... That's not a thing. It was, it was dirt. The other one was the Stop one that... that. <laughs> Do you guys ever get confused by the movies where, like, you see, like, a guy, like, it looks just like Tony, and Tony's having a conversation with someone, and then all of a sudden they turn their head and they rip off a mask, and they're like, oh, my God, <laughs> you're, you're not who you said you were, and you're like a... And I just always found it funny. You never see, notice that in Mission Impossible movies? Oh, they yeah. They always rip off masks <laughs> that look exactly like other people. I like the way they did it in uh, Winter Soldier, where you see... Oh, uh, G.I. Joe? Yeah. Did they do that in G.I. Joe? In the second one? First or second? I can't believe you watched those movies. <laughs> yeah, me neither, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> 
I would you, hey, if you I, want to do good action, watch good action. You're right. No, you're was right. the first one good action? The action was pretty cool. I don't know, it I was saw, pretty dap. I saw those super suits, and I was just like, I'm not watching this. Yeah, the like, no. action was pretty dap. <laughs> I was like, nope, I'm good. I'm like, no. no, there was a there no, thank was a, you. a shot in the trailer of the first one where they were like going down a street and they were like hopping on cars or something. Oh, was that why they were wearing the super suits? I was like, oh well, yeah, that was, was like, that's kind of ridiculous. I was like, okay, let me reword it. Anything with snake eyes, it's pretty cool. Okay. Anything oh, yeah. with the swords. Anything snake eyes. with the rock is pretty cool, man. That yeah. I'll eat you. Yeah, he that just. That guy will eat you. He yeah. doesn't even fight you. He yeah. just lifts his hand and throws you. Is that what and happens? You're dead. I mean, have you ever, yeah, have you ever actually imagine. seen how big? Like, can you imagine? Like, he's like 6'4. Yeah, he's 6'5. Six, six, probably like 250. But you know what? 260. Have you seen him stand next to Shaq? He's like a yeah, tiny a little, man He's a little guy. To... He's a little guy next to Shaq. Which I can only imagine. That's what ridiculous. Look like. That is. Have you ever seen? You ever seen the shot with Kevin Hart and Shaq? Yeah, that? Was, I think that was Photoshop. But <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh man. That's but hilarious. I mean, oh, probably man. still accurate. Looks <laughs> like a little. He looks like a child compared to Shaq. Kevin Hart. How tall is he? Like five seven? Uh, he's like five. Kevin four. Hart. Five four. Kevin yeah. Hart is a small guy, dude. I mean, not like in regards to like big, like buff, but like height. Yeah. Height, he's, he's, he's a small Siri, guy. how tall is Kevin Hart? Uh, I'm going to ask you that. That's a good question. <clears throat> Let's see if you can, if Siri can answer it before I look Siri, it how tall is Kevin Hart? Looking up Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is six feet four inches tall. Oh, That's not right. <laughs> they looked four? up the picture, the picture for the Indianapolis Indians. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's Kevin not, Hart. That's not the right guy. Is six four. Should I ask who the Kevin? If Hart? he's six four, five four. What am I? Five, five four. four. Yeah. I win. Five four. Yeah. No, you were totally right. He's five four. I mean, wow. give, me, give me the wrong answer. <laughs> he gives you the wrong answer. Siri. I mean, he. I mean, he Thanks, wasn't Siri. necessarily wrong. It I was wasn't still wrong. Kevin Hart. It was still a Kevin Hart. <laughs> I guess just not putting the right context. Yeah, I guess. I guess you got to be more specific. <laughs> Kevin Hart, the comedian. Anyway, uh, so I guess that's our thoughts on Deadpool. We didn't really talk about Deadpool for that last 15 minutes. Um, I wanted to talk about Batman v Superman, Dan of Justice. So uh, I sent you guys an article. There was an article that was released. It was actually a, it was a it was a video on Hitflix with uh, Drew McWeeny talking to Roth Cornett, uh, who I thought worked at IGN, which I'm not. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Moving on. But anyway, he was talking about uh, some things, some unsubstantiated rumors some about things. Batman v Superman. So apparently, from this article, like Warner Brothers is worried about Batman v Superman, mm-hmm. uh, worried about the, uh, I guess, the audience's reception for the people that they have shown it to. It hasn't gotten the reaction that they have wanted. Mm-hmm. And so they are... Possibly again, these are unsubstantiated rumors. There's no, literally nothing, but one guy saying that I know some people who work at Warner Brothers who have told me this. So literally no proof to back it up. Mm -hmm. Unsubstantiated. So everyone keep that in mind. Um, But he's saying that they aren't getting the the reaction that they wanted, and so like this could yield some changes, some big changes in Warner Brothers lineup if Batman v Superman doesn't perform as well as uh, they want it to. Mm-hmm. So there's rumors that uh, they might ax Zack Snyder and in and they may push back the Justice League film and then fit in a Batman standalone film because the two things that stood out above anything else 
uh, as said by these random people, uh, executives at Warner Brothers, whoever, uh, the two standouts was uh, Ben Affleck as Batman is really good, mm-hmm. and Lex Luthor is great. Hmm. So those are what very interesting, very interesting indeed. So that so being, I don't like. To, did we have any kind of comment on Henry Cavill? I guess that uh, Superman is one of the weaker aspects of the film. You know, so they're saying so far all these years, especially after Man of Steel. The general audience and the studio doesn't seem too warm on Superman and Henry Cavill's take on Superman. So that might be a clue because at the moment Ben Affleck stepped in and brought his team in to rewrite the Batman v Superman script. Chris Terrio, winner of an Academy Award for Argo for Best Screenplay, Mm -hmm. which is a really, really good movie, by the way. You need to see it. I haven't, yeah, I I haven't watched it. that movie. But you need to see it too. That is an intent. You know how it's going to end. And yet the last 10 minutes, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> my uh, butthole. <laughs> Density of a neutron star. A decimal point. <laughs> that tense. Anyway. Hello camping. Anyway. Uh, so I can imagine that they would be pushing for more Batman solo movies yeah. and bringing that to the forefront to kind of restructure their cinematic universe. Yeah. Because so far, Zack Snyder has been the one kind of helming yeah. the direction of it, and they don't seem too happy. Yeah, yeah. Quite unfortunate. Which, I mean, which is... Dude, but can you imagine on the other side, though, Ben Affleck helming the rest of the DC universe? The thing is, is I don't know if Ben Affleck has time or the interest to helm the rest of the DC universe. Mm-hmm. I think that you, like, the biggest problem right now, and this may prove to be an issue or prove not to be an issue, we haven't seen the movies so we don't know, mm-hmm. um, is that uh, DC doesn't currently have their Kevin Feige, their person who lives, eats, and breathes DC and can work all these plots yeah. in together. Mm-hmm. Like, and the the biggest concern with that is like DC characters are are gods, especially in comparison to any other like fictional characters, yeah, Marvel or otherwise. No, you're totally like, correct. Yeah. Excuse me. DC characters are larger than life, and the tone is very different on a lot of their different uh, content. So it's it's very interesting. Now, here's the thing uh, that that goes with these rumors. It's saying it never said that Warner Brothers isn't happy with the way the movie turned out. It's the audience aren't reacting well to it or reacting as they expected. What kind of audience? We don't know. Here's the thing. If, if it's just been studio executives who've been watching this movie, we have no idea mm-hmm. if there's any legitimacy in anything. You know, we heard there was a standing ovation at one point, you know, from the studio, executives. from the studio executives. So even if someone didn't like the movie from the there studio, have been they rumors, wouldn't be freaking vocal about it. Yeah. There have been rumors, though, that there are test audience of just general audiences like outside of the studio. Mm-hmm. So that might be the reaction that they're talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> Which again, that doesn't mean that the movie's bad. It just might mean that the people aren't. What I heard they're saying is that the movie is still good, but it's just a lot more political and like deep and that it's just not what normal popcorn moviegoers are expecting. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really appeal to that global audience the way I'm they wanted to. That. I'm fine with it too. And I think it's I think like every any any DC any film person, any film buff or I think most DC adults fans, yeah, most adults are gonna be more is into the Dark Knight a popcorn flick? Absolutely not. I don't think so. That opening scene is very I don't know man. I don't know. 
I, I, for me, I remember being. God, when did the I see Dark that Knight, movie? Dark Knight Rises seems more of a popcorn. That's a popcorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a very. Sure. That's a popcorn. But, film. Dark Knight. Maybe they're trying. The problem is they're trying to replicate the Dark Knight, and that's not what people want. Hmm. Is that possible? Well, so just because you strike gold once doesn't mean you'll strike it again by you know most superhero digging movies in the same are spot. popcorn flicks. Well, that's what I mean. it's, that's, yeah. Well, what so is a popcorn flick? Take taking in context, all superhero movies all are super popcorn. Movie, yeah, but popcorn what is flicks, a popcorn right? flick? Guardian, the Guardians of the Galaxy. No, what is like what? What do you define what, as a popcorn flick? Like uh, a movie you just goes. Just I think a, a more simplistic plot, something that you don't feel like. It, I feel like something that does, like The Revenant isn't a popcorn flick. That is definitely not Social a Network flick. is not a popcorn flick. Like those are those are the type of movies that are mm-hmm. like there's very complex stories with complex characters. A lot. Of, not saying that superhero movies don't have those yeah. things, but like you know what, Argo isn't a popcorn flick. Yeah, I, I could so. see that. So I can imagine maybe they didn't like the structure, but they liked the portrayal. Yeah, I mean, I'm hearing that they love Batman. I don't know. Actually, now that I think about it, I'm not sure what constitutes as a popcorn flick. I feel like like you have like the extremes of both sides. It's like The Revenant, anything like that, definitely not a popcorn flick. Mm-hmm. But then you have a movie like Transformers, which is fucking mindless. And teenage, definitely... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, definitely a popcorn flick. Simple story, very, very basic. Nothing, Not really pushing... Uh, any sort of filmmaking uh, or story development, storytelling thing. Mm-hmm. But then I, I'd say, like, then you have here in the middle. So you have The Revenant, movies like The Revenant, and then you have a movie like Transformers. And then in the middle here, you have Winter Soldier and The Dark Knight, which is those two movies are deep, have a very intricate plot, uh, deep characters, awesome uh, story development, stuff like that. So I wonder if, if, Batman v Superman just kind of straddles that line a little bit too far mm-hmm. toward a movie that just is still good but doesn't appeal to a global audience. Doesn't mean it's a bad movie. Just means that most people aren't going to watch it and be like, "I love it." Like Guardians of the Galaxy, you oh, yeah, want to watch it movie. and just like, "This is like the most fun I've ever well, had." Do, this well, year. let me ask you this: Do you think Man of Steel is a popcorn flick? <sighs> hmm. Oof, I don't think so. I don't think so at all, actually. I'm going to say, yeah. That last 45 minutes was just action. Yeah. I mean, but the build-up... popcorn flick. I, but, but the build-up for me was was very deep, man. For me, it was. <sighs> I, I think... But then also, you're, you're you a Superman what? fan. Yeah. So I it's like, it's hard for yeah, you to, I, Man yeah. of Steel was a popcorn flick trying to be deeper. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, I can Like, see it's that. trying to assign symbolism to certain storytelling aspects of its structure which we don't need that symbolism like keep that out of here here we were i was talking about this with a friend at work the other day is that if uh adam if um if they cut down that last action scene by like 15 minutes and just added some story i cut it down by 15 minutes i mean that's (laughs) i'm just saying like there's a lot of that last action scene is freaking enormous it's just action for the latter half of the movie that last half of the movie was kind of weird pacing because like they the city had just been pretty much leveled and then zod is still alive and then it's like i thought the movie was going to end right there it's like oh wait a minute there's still that final battle they haven't fought yet oh man yeah 20 minutes later it's like cut out some of that fat and then have that like actually start telling uh getting into his backstory a little bit make him more relatable and human instead of just cutting the flashbacks and stuff like that maybe tell the story linearly um so Again, with, I like Man of Steel, but so I feel with like Batman v Superman, 
the way it's named, it's titled and marketed, it seems like a popcorn flick. Like it's just literally says Batman v Superman. So you're expecting Batman and Superman fighting. But then when the test audience watched it, they're like, oh, this, there's a lot more politics in this than I thought. Yeah. Watch, I just wanted to see these two fight. The Dark Knight animated series. I mean, that's oh, yeah. that last part two, they fight. Mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent as Superman and Batman fight. And it, I mean, it looks almost exactly the same. You see the shot, but in this wasn't new trailer. marketed like that. No, because I'm assuming the test audience. I was a cartoon though. This is, and it was based off of a, a comic book. Yeah, so no, it's that's not a, really see tying back into Deadpool. The marketing for Deadpool was genius, and it showed you exactly what the movie's going to be like. Right. So audiences weren't confused. And I think they like I it. Think what movie was it that one of you watched that you didn't expect the movie was gonna be like inglorious bastards i was yes. about to say i yeah, watched yeah, yeah. inglorious bastards and i you see the trailer for inglorious bastards let me know if you guys agree because i feel like a lot of people are on this level mm-hmm. watch the trailer for inglorious bastards you're expecting a freaking action movie yeah and then you and then go you watched in, it the first time i didn't like it the first time i was yeah, like what exactly. the hell dude this is all talk i know i know this is tarantino i should have i should have expected but i was also younger at the time um and I watched it and I was like, what the hell, dude? This movie is taking forever. Get to the action stuff. They finally got to the action. It was dope. But then I watched it a second time. I'm like, this movie is brilliant. I yeah. was like, I was so busy worried about the action that I got caught up and didn't allow myself to enjoy the story. And the first time I saw Man of Steel, I was like, I don't know if I like that or not. And then I watched it a second time. I was like, no, I do like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I do see, like this movie. On the other side of the coin, I did not see any trailers or hear anything about Inglorious Bastards. First time I watched it, I was like, this is an amazing movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. same, same. I didn't watch yeah. any trailers for Inglorious Bastards and I watched it and I, w- I like had a, like a life-changing mm-hmm. moment. I was like, see? holy shit, I've never seen anything like this. In for that was me v- with Inception. Yeah, see, for Batman v Superman, so far all the trailers have marketed as action. Like an action movie of Batman versus Super or Batman versus Superman, like just yeah. going all out. And people are expecting that. And it, like, watch. You don't even only... fight until like the last twenty minutes of the movie. <laughs> I mean, you know, like here's that's what happens in the Dark Knight Part Two. They don't fight. They don't fight till the last five minutes. Well, think about the trailers so far for Batman v Superman. Like all the footage of them fighting is literally just in like that those few locations. Yeah, exactly. So... No, you're totally right. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I they, wouldn't they be surpri- fight. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we went to see the movie and we didn't see them fight until like the last. 20, I I, I feel like minutes. I already know the structure. I fully, yeah, of this I fully movie. expect yeah. it. Yeah, I fully I, expect that. I think like it starts off with something in the beginning, introduces the characters, Batman and Superman fight in the middle, and then they team up and fight a bigger bad guy with Wonder Woman at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it's pretty straightforward. They gave it away in the trailers. Uh, which I actually didn't see, but I've heard enough about them to pretty much I may as well have seen them. Um but did you see the new trailer? Yeah, I did. You saw the new trailer. It's I the didn't same see location. the entire I didn't see the entire entire trailer, but I just saw a small I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw like a 15 second clip of him just screwing dude's lives up. Yeah. Dude, and that you see Batman just footage effing fools up and was you're just like so awesome. And that, that it opened the trailer with that and like yep. the first what the 15 20 30 seconds of it was just Batman Dude, that Beating last the shit out of everyone. <laughs> yeah, dude. This last, it, it's like Arkham. It's like dude. Arkham Batman. It's <laughs> Arkham Batman, dude. He hits this guy and he ragdolls, like ragdolls, and his dude. head hits the floor and his feet go up. And I was like, oh. His head shit. just goes straight through the floor. 
Dude. The wooden floor is like, what the he heck? He throws a guy, that... he throws, he grabs him by the neck and picks Jumps him up over. and throw, like roundhouses him against the wall. And he like, the entire like. Another guy he just picks up and just slams right <laughs> down on the floor. There's another guy, he jumps over the thing, pulls him over and just slams yeah, him he, down on he the crate. Like this. He jumps over this big ass crate. And Stop telling me about it. Clotheslines him. It's how ridiculous, did they not dude. die? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that person should be dead, dude. Like, he's just knocked out. He's just sleeping. He's just sleeping. He's just sleeping. He's just sleeping. But no, seriously, like the uh, this is the, the action's I, gonna I, be great. I understand why they're like, oh, Ben Affleck is Batman. Like, yeah, we need more of this. Like, maybe let's cancel Justice League for now and let's do something with Batman and. I mean, honestly, like you, we we all know they couldn't have led with Batman. Mm-hmm. Like they had to lead with Superman. He's the first superhero. It's like yeah. DC has access to that. Why you know they got to do it? But like, and to help tell a story that makes sense, where Batman would come back. Yeah, but it's also like, you know, I using Batman in the way that they're using Batman now would have been a stronger opening. It's like uh, the no, excite yeah. the excitement that this current trailer is building mm-hmm. leads me to believe that they probably should have changed. They probably should have like, because uh, I mean, you guys have heard that they that they went and reshot a bunch of scenes to include more Batman. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is probably a Batman movie featuring Superman and not a uh, not a Superman yeah. movie featuring Batman. Like, this is very much becoming Batman's movie. Yeah. People thought that this was Man of Steel 2. It's not. It's not Man of Steel 2. It's not Man of Steel at all. Batman <laughs> versus Superman. It's Batman versus Superman, and, and Batman is pretty much, you're going to be, I, I feel like, going to be our main protagonist This is here. the thing, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. When mm-hmm. I watched this, when I did a reaction to it, if you haven't seen it, check it out. I said the same exact thing. I wish they would have shown this right <laughs> after the teaser. This is the trailer that you lead with. This is the first trailer that you show. Mm-hmm. If not the first this one... This is the only trailer they needed to show. Yeah. This, if not the first one, the second one, and then you end it. That's yeah. it. That's it. Boom. You're done. Show us a, show us a Build teaser. Build up the hype. Yep. Build up the hype with another, maybe a minute and a half of, uh, of a little bit equal, and then you end it with Batman. You're it. You don't need to show me anything else. Now I'm hyped, and mm-hmm. now I want to see more. But yep. I don't know. I, I, I feel like it makes sense... That whoever said all these things is like, oh, they really liked Batman. It makes sense that he would say something like that because it sounds kind of true to me. It sounds like, oh, dude, um, we like Batman a lot. Maybe we should market that. Yeah. uh, Or it's like, or if Superman's the weak point of the movie, let's focus on the thing that everybody likes. Batman is, I don't care what anybody says, Batman is the most financially popular superhero ever. Mm -hmm. Come at me, haters. Ever. <laughs> no, you're right. Because next to Spider Man, of course. I mean, Spider Man after Batman. Like Batman's yeah. Yeah. has uh, Batman's obviously had more movies and more TV shows. He's been around longer. But just looking at it financially, Batman has made more money than any other superhero. There's been more movies. There's been more TV shows only centered around now? Batman. Uh, 1960 Batman, uh, 1989 Batman, Batman Returns. Uh, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, Batman <laughs> Begins, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, and now Dawn of Justice. That's nine Batman movies. If you don't want to count, if you don't want to count nine. Dawn of Justice uh, because Superman and Wonder Woman are in it, you don't have to. That's still eight <laughs> movies. So that's not including the numerous cartoons and TV shows focused just around Batman. Like he is 
as far as financial superheroes go, the um, a financial uh, draw for people. People mm-hmm. are willing to spend their money on Batman. Batman draws them to the theater. That- so that's the selling point for Batman. So you think after Dawn of Justice, now that they've introduced Batman, they can do a solo movie which tells more of fleshes out more of his story and then starts uh, kind of structuring towards a reason why he would set up a Justice League. I suppose. And then that would lead into an actual Justice League movie, kind of like how the Avengers was structured. Who sets up right. Justice League? Batman finance. I mean, let's be real here. Everybody, I mean, if you've like, ever read a... Count a, the founders. Batman, Superman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Flash. Uh, Flash is Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Green Lantern, Green Lantern is always, has always been a founder. The only characters that have flip-flopped on occasion, they usually cycle out... Uh, Hawkgirl, Martian Manhunter, Cyborg, and Aquaman, depending mm-hmm. on the iteration. Yeah. Uh, so there are three founders, though. That always there are always three founders: yeah, Superman, so Batman, fi- Wonder Woman. So financially speaking, they would obviously lead with Batman. So they would push his solo movies up, and then mm-hmm. kind of introduce other characters. They've introduced uh, Wonder Woman in Dawn of Justice, so mm-hmm. that would play into her movie's actually already in production yeah exactly which is so, that I'm so so excited it about it oh my good. god so there you go you got two <coughs> actually no that's all three of the trinity right there explain the trinity before the yeah. justice league movie comes those out. are the characters that you absolutely need and then you could do like flash and stuff like that so after. it would make sense if they would push the batman movie before uh the next justice league movie so that they have all three of the trinity like already set up completely fleshed which, out yeah fleshed out and then just team up together to form the Justice League and the rest of them. Yeah, I'm I think really, I'm really sad that we aren't going to get Chris Pine as uh, as Green Lantern. I'm really sad. Hey, Steve Trevor though. So at least he's I mean, at least he's DC still, snagged still, him up. Yeah, he's still mm. Steve Trevor, but I mean, I really he would have been Wait, an amazing which Green Lantern, Lantern is he playing? He's not Green Lantern. He's, he's Steve Lantern. Trevor. He's a uh, he's Wonder Woman's bay. Oh, but it, Wonder Woman's else. also Wonder Woman is also a uh, Wonder Woman was also a period piece, so it takes place in like uh, World War One or two. Mm. I think World War One, but it's I think one. I think the thing that's, that's important dap. with them moving forward is that they uh, the strongest thing to do is is kind of like how if you looked at the Avengers and you looked at all the Marvel stuff uh, before I think Winter Soldier came out, is that uh, Iron Man was at the front of everything. Iron Man was like your boy. He was in front of all the posters, in front of all the DVD covers, everything. He was yeah. all the marketing, promotional material. You see Iron Man at the very front. The so At the helm. Dude, look at where Captain America is. Behind all, Thor. all the way in the back. <laughs> Even, yeah, Captain America is behind Thor. <laughs> Damn. Nice. Who's second biggest. So I mean, like that—that's—that's that's the thing. And until now, when as soon as Winter Soldier came out, they started putting like Iron Man and Captain America side by side mm-hmm. because Winter Soldier was such a huge success. So I feel like what they need to do, what a smart idea would be, is like is start using the power of having Batman, one of the most popular superheroes ever made, and use that popularity to jumpstart the cinematic universe. And then mm-hmm. let's see, like. Then let's see Superman like join in, and then they just. I feel like uh, I feel like the characters need to become a little bit more, uh, a little bit more themselves, mm-hmm. you know, and build that around Batman instead of building that around Superman. I think that's our. That's what's I think going that's to make what this. they're leading into with Dawn of Justice. But is that an accident, or is that is that a residual outcome of? I feel like that's a residual outcome because they didn't cast Ben Affleck until later in the game. And 
when they saw his potential, then they kind of restructured and they were like, something clicked with them and they were like, you know what? We can do this. We can reformat Dawn of Justice so that we can focus more on Batman, which can help us explain why we're pushing Batman movie forward and yeah. start centering everything around him. That just has me concerned, man. Anytime you see them making these last minute decisions and reshoots and adding stuff, it's like, it's never, it's never been a good thing. You know, like, uh, I, I know these are two different movies by two different studios, but like, you look at Ninja Turtles, the first movie, and they went and like fan outcry caused them to go and reshoot and change a bunch of stuff. And the movie definitely suffered. It would have been bad either way, mm-hmm. but it suffered because they didn't stick with their vision. So I'm curious if that's gonna if that's gonna be our same circumstance here. You know, it's like this is a big deal. These Who's are making these decisions for the DC universe, right? There's now? no I, I don't think there's one person. I think it's just uh Warner Brothers studio executives, you know? I feel like they need to give it over, like all the creative control over to one person, have that person be someone who can lead the lead the charge. And maybe that one person would be Jeff Johns. You know, chief creative officer of, of DC Comics. He's one of the uh, most knowledgeable DC guys and honestly one of the best writers. Uh, have I mean, some, he's kind of proven his worth with the TV shows. I mean, Jeff Johns is is, is amazing. Uh, uh, so I, I can't imagine, not to say that there's, uh, I mean, because, yeah, I mean, there's like Greg Berlanti, uh, Andrew Kreisberg, who works on the shows mm-hmm. and, you're like, maybe these guys can take over. But, like, the scale is so huge. You need someone who can... You literally need an architect of the DC Universe yeah. who could build this. Jeff Johns is already working on TV shows. I don't think he has the time or... He's not working on the TV shows as much as you think it. I think he is. I thought Berlanti was the one that was working more on the TV shows. Greg Berlanti is the, is the producer of the three. Okay. Uh, is like, the main producer. But Jeff Johns is involved with The Flash. I think he's, like, lightly involved with... With the other ones, but he's he's more involved with Flash than anything else because I think Flash is his favorite superhero. Mm-hmm. So is he doing anything in the cinematic universe? He is co-writing the Batman standalone. That's okay. all we know so far. That's pretty dap. It's pretty dap. Uh, along with uh, Ben Affleck also co-writing the is, uh, Batman standalone. So they're coming up with the story. So is Chris Terrio doing the screenplay? I'm not sure. Hmm. I don't know if they've announced it yet. These are the questions to ask. Yep. Oh man, that that screenplay is gonna be dap and doodle, bro. All I know, so dap. All I know is that no matter what, no matter what happens, either way, I know we're all gonna go see that movie. And honestly, I'm probably gonna love it either way. Like yeah. honestly, that movie mm-hmm. could freaking suck. They have to pull some really, really asinine stuff mm-hmm. to wipe the smile off my face. Seeing Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman on camera at once, like yeah, dude, you, have, you have to, you gotta so do something least, so crazy. Dude, there's at a least shot. we know now. What kind of what to expect when we go in the movie? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Don't man. expect a full on action flick at the back end. Like you even look at the first trailer that you see. Not that back. I even expected that in the first place. Anyway, some people are just never. Satisfied. I hope it's not all an uh, all an action flick. I hope like maybe there's maybe a few action scenes that we get, but it's like a deep story. The thing is, is we have a movie that is two and a half hours long that needs to set up. Like, seven more movies, dude. Like, <laughs> this movie needs to set up so many characters in so many movies. We need story here. That's what I'm saying. The Cut out the 15 minutes of fighting in Man of Steel to give us more story, more buildup. And, like, I'm fine with less action for more story mm-hmm. to... I mean, like, 
as like a comic, you can keep swimming, but you need to come up for a breath once in a while. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Again, I'm not saying you can. You're allowed to think that this to not be excited for this movie or yeah. or be upset oh, by the decisions this they're making. Gonna suck. You know how many jobs this movie has created. You know, there's a lot of people whose careers are riding on this. You know. Yeah. And it's like. I want it to be good. Even behind the camera, behind the scenes, in the studios, pre-production, post-production. Dude, it's create... Movies like these tentpole films are creating jobs. Yeah, yeah. a lot of jobs. A lot of jobs. So what, what did Deadpool do? 13,000 jobs? It was like some, some, yeah. some, something like 13,000 jobs. Thanks, Deadpool. Created. Thanks, Thanks Deadpool. Deadpool. That's amazing. I mean, the thing is, is these superhero movies pull in so much money that it's good... When all of the, when one superhero movie fails, it hurts everyone. When Fantastic Four failed, that caused problems across the board. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like that be- people getting laid off. Yeah, that caused so many problems for Fox. Fox is like, I don't know what to do anymore. What are we gonna do? Mm-hmm. Uh, that like that legitimately caused them a lot of a lot of trouble when a movie's bad. Nobody's trying to make anything bad and. For us to keep getting DC movies, like we got to be like supportive in this. I mean, if the movie's bad, the movie's bad, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's got to be. I'm telling you, as as a fanboy right now. Same. If the movie is bad, it's got to be really bad. Really, really for, bad for me not to be excited and to like it. Hey man, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman on screen at once. You kidding me, dude? <laughs> I've been waiting what for this that? my whole life. How, have we ever seen that in live action? No, never. Yeah, never. never. We've never seen that. So like I don't know. Same, hey guys, same with me. I'm right there with you, man. We didn't want Batman Nightwing to be bad, but yeah. it was bad. It just happened. It just happened. I'm <laughs> <was> so sorry. <laughs> sorry guys. We didn't want Power Avengers to be bad. You know yeah. what? We didn't. Want- I, you wanted Power Avengers to be bad. <laughs> I didn't want Power <laughs> Avengers to be bad. It was bad. It was, it was bad. bad. Joel Schum- Schumacher. He didn't want the movie to be bad. He didn't bad, want Batman. He but didn't he just didn't Batman understand Robin. the material. Yeah, he didn't want Batman and Robin to be bad. He said it. He was like, I'm sorry I ruined your childhood. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but like... He didn't ruin my childhood, man. It's all right. I mean, he definitely screwed up Batman. You pretty you shit the bet on that one, Joel, <laughs> but you probably should have done more research. But, uh, but still, like, he didn't purposely try to make the movie bad. And I think we, we talked about this in another Hawk Talk, and I'm just like, dudes, like, don't... Like, can we just stop everybody hating on things and then be, like, supportive and excited and positive about everything and, like, you know, accept everything with a little bit more positivity and just, like, you know, man, I don't, I don't know. Honestly, I'm, I'm hopefully, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic for Batman versus Superman in that I'm, I'm excited for it, but I'm hoping that it's good. I have no idea if it's going to be good, but I really, really want it to be. Like, that's my state of mind right now. And I think pe- more people need to share that. Like, just because, don't just jump to black or white, bad or good. You know, the Bat of Gotham, the Son of Krypton. Mm. Of course, he had he had to. He's just a trigger. Man, you were struggling. To. You're Every day I'm struggling. All right, anyway. But yeah, that's what I mean. Everybody be more positive. Love each other. That, that by no means doesn't be that. That does not mean that you shouldn't have an opinion. It's just, you know, yeah. generalizing or putting an umbrella over something like an entire, you know, comic <laughs> company. They have an opinion, eh. but don't be a hater. <laughs> <laughs> No, they don't. And DC fans, don't be a hater on Marvel <laughs> Same either. Same thing, yeah. We love you guys. You're our people. Like, stop writing in the comments <laughs> that Marvel sucks. Shit, shit, shit about hating on Marvel. Yeah, Marvel doesn't suck, guys. Marvel's still good. There's <laughs> a reason why. There's a reason why Disney bought them. <laughs> Disney oh, doesn't man. make bad investments. 
suck. <laughs> if that doesn't show John you, Carter, they made that was a bad investment. That was bad marketing. <laughs> that was not a bad investment. That's true. Poor that was that we, still, we still got a good movie. Just that marketing team probably should. Dude, that movie fired. was super good, man. I freaking love. That was funny. It was sad. It was happy. It was a family movie. There was a hot chick. Oh yeah, aliens, that, that girl is gorgeous. Yeah, man, <laughs> Just, it had everything. It had aliens, action, everything, man. It's got aliens, bro. Aliens. It had aliens. That's, that's my that's this is my barometer for success. <laughs> aliens, hot chick, magic, action. action. <laughs> what else, man? Your boy and it's got Super, John Carter and, and your boy Taylor Kitsch half naked the entire movie. Come on, man. That's like and then and then Arnold comes out and he's like John Carter, come with me if you want to live. <laughs> yeah, is that what happened? No. I thought it was John Connor. John Carter. Dude, <laughs> John Carter. John I'm Connor. a copy idiot. <laughs> I love that movie. Which one? John Carter. Carter. Oh, Kindergarten. Oh, I love that movie, dude. Oh man. I love oh. all those old Arnold movies, dude. Kinder- Kindergarten Cop yeah. was the shit. Now. Jamie. <laughs> Jamie. Jamie. It's Turbo Man. Turbo oh, Man. Turbo Man. Jingle all the way. Yeah. It was I wonder how it hold up if we watched it now. <laughs> Probably not well. It doesn't hold I up. I still dude. love it. Dude, the last watch, action this hero. This is the thing, though. Dude, you have to watch those kinds of movies in a certain state of mind, man. Like, mm-hmm. you got to watch Jingle All the Way when it's the Christmas Terminator. time. Oh, hold on. <laughs> oh, my God. What is his name? Dylan? Dylan? What was his name? Dylan? No, what was it? What was his name in uh, Predator? You uh, son of a bitch. How are you? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. Who is your uh, daddy? And what's talking he about do? Apollo Creed? Uh oh, is that Apollo Creed? Was that the same guy? Yeah, Carl Creed. Weathers? Yeah. Carl Weathers. No, yeah. Yeah. Was Carl Carl Weathers Apollo yeah. Creed? I'm Googling it. I'm Googling it, bro. Google it, bro. Did you guys see Creed? Yeah, yeah, Apollo Creed. Yeah, I, haven't, no, seen I Creed. haven't seen Creed. I heard it was really good though. I heard it yeah. was really good as well. I heard it was super, super good. I actually, mm-hmm. thank you for uh, reminding me. I need to get that. Actually, yeah, I need to watch that too. I mean, that's it. Feels like everything that I would like. Mm-hmm. I I like the other Rocky you movies. Still need to watch Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, I, there's a ton of movies I need to watch. This is the only movie so far in cinematic history that has made me cry out of happiness. Wow. Oh. Cry out of happiness. Ru- Rudy. Rudy always makes me cry every time. Out of happiness or sadness? Happiness. happiness. Every time when they lift Rudy. Happiness uh, with a Y. When they lift him above and then you hear the music swell and everyone's just screaming, Rudy. I'm just like, you did it, Rudy. You did Dude, it. You did just it, man. watch Pursuit of Happiness. <laughs> and then I'll be like, you did it, Will Smith. You did it. <laughs> yep. Oh, I man. can't remember. I know we were. That- do you, Tony, you've seen it, right? Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, the ending where he's just walking down the street in New York, he's just like, Oh man. Um, he doesn't even smile. He's just tearing up. Oh. And you just see his face like, oh my dude, god. Dude, just the acting. Just like, oh my god. Oh my god, Will, dude, you're so Man, when he good, hits his man. low in that movie, it is the lowest of lows. And you're like, god, how is so he going to get dude. out of this? I just like, like you I dream about I dream about having the chance to be just a chance to be that good at acting. <laughs> oh my god! Ah, oh, so good, dude. Oh. Willard needs a Academy Award. Yeah, he does. Willard Speaking Smithers. of Will, Will Smith. Um, Willard Smith. Just a, a a small side note to uh, Suicide Squad before we uh, close out. Um, they're saying that uh, you know if just on the subject of Batman v Superman, if Batman v Superman is a huge success and does really well. What do you think that'll do, Suicide Squad? And what if Batman v Superman is not what they wanted? Hmm. 
Because if they're saying this, they're saying that Batman v Superman, let's say that it doesn't resonate with audiences, but audiences love Batman. Which, I don't know, judging well, by what we've seen so far. The but, solo movie. But, like, think about it. Batman is featured in Suicide Squad. He is. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like if Batman is that thing that everybody's in love with and that everybody's freaking Which out about. Which movie comes out first? Uh, Suicide Squad or... Uh, Dawn of Justice. Dawn of Justice Dawn is of first. Justice. Dawn of Justice, Justice is like next month, dude. Yeah, March. Bro. Yeah, it's next month. Bro. Are we going to do something 25th. special for that? Did, should we do something special for that? Do you want to do something special for that, guys? Yeah, let us know in the comments. Do you want to do something special? Let, <laughs> let your boys know. Uh, but then there's also... Uh, 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 Wonder Woman is currently in development. So, mm-hmm. like Surprise, those- Batman Minute Matchup comes out. Just kidding. Don't 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 get them excited. They might think that you're, t- you're telling the truth. <laughs> I'm not telling the truth. There's guys. no Batman minute matchup. Sorry. Honestly, you know you know what the thing is. I wanted to do Batman. Batman is just too expensive right now, because we want to do Batman. If we do Batman, we want to yeah, do just him ask right. DC. Yeah. If we want if we do Batman, we want to do him right, and so we need to build like our own custom suit, like Nightwing the series style bat suit in our own style. I will. I won't settle for anything less than a perfect Batman suit with a per- perfect Batman actor, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, you know we just we can't afford it. So uh, we'll get there, guys. It. Yeah, stay tuned. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. So maybe maybe uh, increase the Patreon donations. That's what, well, that's what we're using it for, guys. Costumes are expensive. <laughs> uh, costumes are freaking costumes expensive, and man. projects. Also, costumes are probably one of the most expensive. Like one of the most expensive costs that we have for our stuff mm-hmm. i feel like for any indie production costumes are the biggest if you're doing superhero stuff that's why most costumes in uh in like fan films and 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 stuff is like total garbage you see right. a lot of fan films and yeah. and you can always borrow equipment it's hard to borrow costumes yeah you those usually have to or the thing is is if if somebody else makes a costume and then you use that costume like watching a fan film with batman that's with batman doing comic book batman stuff wearing a christian bale comic costume uh christian bale movie costume yeah it just doesn't fit Mm -hmm. like no that that doesn't work because it doesn't fit that universe that you're doing so it's like uh that's why i've never liked using the movie versions of costumes because people have preconceived notions over what what kind of batman what type of character that's supposed Mm -hmm. to be because of Mm -hmm. the character they've already seen jeremy just really quickly how much did they spend on uh christian bale's suit and batman 150,000 yep that's a it's a house that's a ballpark number they spent they spent a house on christian bale's <laughs> costume for batman on just yes. his costume just his yeah, costume. multiples though right so they for had including R&D numerous houses and several costumes ready for different purposes so 100 150 grand yeah that's a lot it's a lot, guys. That's, For the record, our costs aren't nearly that high, but but yeah. it kind of goes to show you. Do you know how, how much, much their uh, the Dark Knight tumbler cost for R and D? A million dollars. Two million. Wow. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. That's a nice tax tax deductible, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Deduct that on the tax. <laughs> It's a nice little tax hey, return on By the way, the, the new Batmobile in Dawn of Justice looks freaking dope. Yeah, it looks ridiculous. And it the Batwings in it. Oh dude, my it God, looks... you see the Batwing flying right at the beginning? <laughs> yeah. I told you, I started watching the trailer because I was like, you know what, dude? Screw it. YOLO. I'm going to watch the Batman trailer. And then I start watching it, and the second I hear, uh, Alfred's like, sir, 
Master Bruce, there are 12 hostiles inside the building. I was like, nope. Uh, turned it off. Because I was like, I was like, hold on. Did you just say that Batman's about to drop down and flying on the Batwing and is about to drop down into a building and fight 12 dudes? Nah, I'll wait for the movie. <laughs> Dude, he I'm just good. goes flying Jeremy through Iron's that. voice, man. Yeah. How about I drop you off on the second floor? <laughs> Dude, like, oh when he my flies God. through that window, you see the uh, silhouette of his uh, cape. I didn't even know that. I didn't see uh, that far. Dude, it's so cool. You see, uh, as, if you were standing there in front of the window, you'd be like, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well... Dude, you just I guess it's over for me. The how about how about the entrance into that floor though? Yeah. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, dude. Holy I guess you could say Batman makes an entrance. Yeah. He does. They're all What the hell does he do? He like comes through the floorboard. Yeah. Cause all the bad guys are standing there looking at the the door, waiting for him to come through there, and then suddenly, in the middle of them, the floorboards just explode. So as and it, it yeah. comes right so through as the it bottom. explodes, you see his his uh, uh, grappler, his grappler gun, go to the <laughs> roof, and he flies up, and he goes through the floor and just starts pummeling him. To the <laughs> it's so crazy! What I was like, "Is going?" On? I was like, "Whoa, what's happening?" <laughs> Finally, guys! <laughs> oh. Finally, we see Batman. Because well, like you see Christian Bale's Batman, you're like, "Oh wow, that was dope!" But then you like you hear just the like the sound of like if you close your eyes. And listen to Ben Affleck's Batman hitting people. You're yeah, like, Jesus Christ! I, time, I, didn't, I didn't hear any. Of yeah, it. and the I whole time the you're wondering how is he moving that fast? He is fast, and he's just flying, skipping around from person he, to person. I, I heard he's fighting like he fights in Arkham Knight. Yeah, and or uh, like the Arkham games, and that is so exciting because it's, this is the Batman we've been waiting for our entire lives. So <laughs> even if this movie isn't good, Batman is still beating the shit out of dudes <laughs> the way that yeah, he needs dude. to. Yeah. Oh, and I just man. hope he whoops the crap out of Superman. Just beats him. Oh, dude, there's a shot. There's a shot in the new trailer <laughs> that is just like, oh, fuck. You've probably seen, like, pictures of it on Twitter or whatever. Is it the one where he throws a punch and then you see... Yeah. Dude, see just Batman the sound of that conversation. Like, dude, Superman just throws a, like, throws a hook and... It's like, what? And he, and, like, he like, goes like this and he, like, looks up at it. He's and like, and oh, just, like, man. cuts. You're like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, yeah, I, you think the suit is about this? <laughs> you think the suit is crypt, has some sort of kryptonite built into it? Probably. I don't know. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of that'll allow him to uh, to withstand that much. I wouldn't be power. surprised if his chest just opens up and there's like a kryptonite. Kryptonite, crystal. or or uh, you know, I've I've been thinking about this from the beginning, like pieces of the ship uh, from the first movie. Mm. Like he built his uh, his suit out of pieces of that oh, chip i don't know okay. maybe it's kryptonian technology so maybe it has some sort of negative effect or maybe he's his powers are uh maybe negate okay. uh that the suit negates his powers or, of some sort i don't know maybe yeah. it, so it can withstand more of a uh attack but uh if you guys know for sure i don't want to know i'm literally just i want to speculate out loud i don't, I, I don't want a confirmation dude that is oh man that's pretty dap bro that's yeah, pretty dap it's pretty choice it's choice it's a choice. choice. It's streets ahead. H- hashtag choice. Yeah, that's Paul Creed. Yeah. Hashtag choice. Carl. Anyway. Hashtag choice. Stop. Everybody, make that. sure you hashtag choice. Oh, we're, we've gone over time, so it's time to end the show. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Hawk Talk. My name is Danny Shepard. Joining me is Tony Smith. You can follow him. He's at Walk On Tony. Also joining me is Jeremiah Leesworth. You can follow him on Twitter. He's at Jeremy Lee. With three Y's, not literally write out the word Jeremy Lee with three Y's. It's literally Jeremy Lee 
and then you spell Jeremy Lee with three Y's specifically. So Jeremy with three Y's and Jeremy then Lee with three normally. Y's and so then Lee, L-E. 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 So yeah, not two it's E's. It's probably going to be right over there. Not two E's. It's actually only one E in Lee. So some people have pronounced it Jeremy Le. Something of, I, that's incorrect. Le, Le Jeremy. It's incorrect. It's not French. It's uh, Jeremy Lee. Jeremy Lee. It's, uh, it's French. Jeremy. Jeez. So, <laughs> so uh, Jeremy. Jeremy. It's right here. You follow, uh, make sure to follow us. Make sure to support us on the Patreon. Uh, you can uh, donate anywhere from $1 Why are you doing the golf commentator? $2,000. <laughs> we really appreciate any sort of donation that you would like to send us. It will help us immensely in uh, planning our projects. And we're also doing the 12-hour live stream, which will... Uh, you can donate more toward during that live stream and we'll reveal some special information only to Patreon backers. Uh, as a huge thank you and also uh, uh, a big, uh, you're, you're supporting us immensely by being able to uh, support some very large projects that we're very passionate about and we think that you will enjoy thoroughly. So, uh, thank uh, you. Jeremy Lee at the uh, 18, uh, he <laughs> has uh, a chip shot here uh, on a Kentucky Blue. Uh, Going cut, for the birdie. The cut is uh, is very slim, so he might need to put a little bit of uh, a little bit of power into this chip shot. A little bit of backswing. Please, um, mm-hmm. sir, will you shut the fuck up? I need to hear the grass grow. Sir, in the back, I can hear you. I can hear you breathe. Please stop that right now. Okay, and he goes for the chip. <laughs> All right, thank you for tuning in to another episode, exciting episode of Dragon Ball Z. My name is Danny Shepard. Joining me as always. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. All right, we love you. Bye. We love you guys. Mwah.